Welcome back, folks, to 2Bits1Puck. I'm your host, Mr. Intangibles, a scriptwriter, and a spider-chasing boy, Dan Masters, with my good friend, the leader of Hockey Human Resources, and a man who's trying to balance work and home with the Cup Finals. We love you, human. Will, how you doing? Not very good, Dan. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. It's fucking straight away. Fucking straight so, away. So, a man dies... Is declared dead for nine months. Yeah. Then suddenly thrusts his hand out of the grave, goes top cheese, <laughs> and then just sits on the bench fucking grinning about it for the rest of the game. How 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 is that fair, Dan? How is that acceptable banter in this modern age? It's not, is it? It's not fucking acceptable. I feel I feel a man who supports a team with Ben Bishop on it shouldn't be throwing these stones in this particular glass house. No, Ben Ben Bishop does the fucking opposite. Ben Bishop lives, then he dies and he's never fucking heard of again. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't come back in in the fucking conference final and put up a fucking shutout on forty five shots. He he attempts to come back in the second round and gets fucking demolished in twenty minutes. <laughs> and then, then the backup who's taken his job, who's meant to be resting, has to wade in and, and absorb the rest of the punishment for the rest of the evening. <laughs> this, love... is, this, is, this is the opposite of that, and it's particularly annoying at how effective Stephen Stamkos' return to the ice fucking was. <laughs> Stephen Stamkos was uh, George from Seinfeld, where he sat in a meeting room, he tells a good joke... Everybody laughs and he just leaves the meeting because he says, I don't want to ruin it by staying and then saying something stupid. So every time he makes a good joke, he just leaves the meeting. Is that he thinks he's a genius because he's funny. <laughs> this is what Stamkos did. Turns up, scores. Actually, I'll sit down now in case I do something stupid. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Mate, and I, I'm not even being funny. Like, that was exactly what John Cooper should have done Stephen Stamkos. Like, he scored a goal. Yeah. What more do you want from him? Fucking rest him. <laughs> You know what it is as well? That's the moment they're going to show on that DVD. Oh, the Tampa Bay Lightning 2020 Stanley Cup DVD. That's the cover. It's Stamco scoring that goal and the whole bench erupting. That that was the worst part of Game 3. Like, the first two fucking goals in the first two... What, the first five minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. Are both, like... Not legendary goals, but do you know what I mean? Like, they're going to be fucking... It's gonna, they're going to they're gonna be remembered. They're memorable goals, aren't they? Yeah, like I said, winning the the team that wins the Stanley Cup is always the best story. It's not the best team. Oh, it's not even the right team. It's somewhere along the way something happens and that becomes the catalyst for that team to win the cup, and that's the story that they end up going with. That's why we need uh, Jake Ottinger to start tonight in Game Four. <laughs> Just try it out. Do All right, here we go. Is I thought it was. I thought it was Hudobin and his his magical backup sort of mojo in getting the stars this far but it turned out that the Stamkos return for six minutes is way more powerful than who have been playing all of those games I'm, I'm just trying to get it out now but, but fucking shout out to NHL.com for being the fucking slowest piece of shit that I've ever used in my life he played oh, terrible alright come on so you said six minutes I'll tell you what it's not six minutes time on ice would you reckon to you know within ten seconds all right, I thought, yeah, I, even thinking back on it now, yeah, there's no way it was six minutes. 240. Oh, good. 247. No 
away. Two forty-seven. <laughs> yes. Shout out to me. Uh, t- Tyler Johnson had more time on the power play than Stephen Stamkos did in the entire game. What else have we got? What else have we got? Uh... <laughs> this is one of those things where you're going to be like, do you know what you can do in two minutes and forty-seven seconds? <laughs> you could do this. You could make this. You can do anything. I've always always said that it only takes a second to score a goal. So really. Uh, Stephen Stamkos wasted two minutes forty six of his of his night, uh, and that's why he needs to be traded. If he's wasting that much time on the ice, what's he even doing? He's out? a fucking waste man. Yeah, t- fucking. Yeah. There you go, fucking Mister Trade Stephen Stamkos. This is what I'm talking about. Keeping around, playing playing nine minutes a night and get a hat trick out of every game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, that are you are you, are you boys done? Oh, finito, done? finito, mate. As absolute as as done as they were in fucking October the fifteenth of two thousand and nineteen. What the fuck? This is, this is in the cup final. I mate, I can't be doing with this for the next year. That you're going to be just saying to me, "Well, what'd you expect, Dan? They're they're a terrible team." Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm going to want to jump through this fucking mic and punch you in the face. We we're fucking we we're a year into it already, mate. I thought I thought you'd be used to it by now. <sighs> This is they're, oh, they're playing worse now than they did when they went fucking one seven and one to start the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. You're the worst fan in the world. Oh, You're the worst. Even, even even my mates have said it. Shout out to friends of the show Dan, who's not you, who's not my friend because he's a Bombs fan. But uh, yeah, I was just texted him and given the the obligatory. Yeah, they're not very good. They're not going to win. And he was like, yeah, of course they're not going to win with fucking scummy, pessimistic fans like you. It's, <laughs> it's fucking, yeah. Fucking, it's fucking realism, mate. Like, when when the boy Wonder, sweet Miro, is emancipated like he was on that fucking Nikita Kucherov <laughs> goal. My heart, oh, yeah. my heart weeps for him. My heart weeps for him. These damn Nordic players coming over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just shows that the young king has still got you know things to learn, doesn't he? About ruling over the Dallas Kingdom. He's he's still learning. He's he's still he's only a young king. He's still got time. It's it's, it's not about like making a mistake. It's like <laughs> the kid literally fell on his ass and put it straight on the tape of the Kikuchi for a fucking breakaway. That's not that's not missing an assignment in the zone, is it? <laughs> I know, but he's learning, isn't he? He's learning. He's panicking. He's like, oh shit, what do I do? Still things like, oh my god. He's still a boy. He's just a boy. I th- I th- Somebody think of the children. I think that was Roman Polak's fault, and we all know it. I think you're right. God, Ooh. you're the worst fan. I, I know. I genuinely right. I genuinely. I was. I, I wanted the stars to win it because I thought it was a better story. And I, I'd like to say Hudobin, I thought was a, a better story. But you know, fair enough. Lightning win it. They're the best. You know, best team. Obviously, whatever. That's fine. I, I just want to know what you would have been like after they win the cup. But <laughs> I just, people would have been, if you win the cup, people are going to be so fucking mad at you. So mad. I'm thinking like guys like fucking guys like Dyson Sphere and Paul Campbell and fucking Jason, anybody, fucking Mark, like, you know, Bruins fan and, you know, you got Habs fans and anybody, any any fans of any team who listen to this show. And you just come on and be like, yeah, but what's going to happen is now they're going to live off that for the next five years, and then what do we do? And I'll be like, oh, fuck you, you twat. Now, the, the problem with that, Dan, is I'll be able to enjoy the cup win because that damage has already been done. Rick <laughs> Bonus is going to get a lifetime contract. 
<laughs> oh dearie me, dearie me! I, I tell you what, though, fucking hell, like that you've got, you've got to admit, you've got to admit as a neutral, the stars are playing like a team that need to have a bit of a shake up this off season. Can can you not give me that? I know they've got all the way to the final, but fucking hell, when you've been taking fucking dog stupid penalties for the entire season and you're you're, you're 2-0 down in game 3 of the fucking Stanley Cup final and you've got Alex Radulov out there every single shift just like right the end of this stick is going under your armpit son and I'm going to yank it until your fucking ribs come out like (laughs) you can't you can't carry on like that can you you can't leave that unaddressed I will I will say that if if you talk about all the other games, all the other series that the stars have played, it seemed to be that it just went their way rather than they made it happen. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about with Colorado, is that as soon as Grubauer got hurt, I mean, it was going to be so hard for the Avs. And to be fair, you know, the Avs came back and they were amazing, but they just got done in because their keeper got injured. Same with the... Um, with the Vegas game, I said like after it was mad that after they played Thatcher Demko, they just lost everything they had. They couldn't seem to do anything, and he went down like nearly two and a half goals per game on this on on games after you know they they played Demko, and I don't know. It, it seemed last year that the the Bruins and the the Blues got yeah. I mean, you need some luck in the playoffs, of course you do, but it seemed to be that they they did win their series rather than oh that was lucky or oh wow they got a you know a bit of luck there like they made their own luck. like i guess like you like zach white cloud for this for the knights like sends the puck over the glass <laughs> one out to power play and the star score on the power play and you know that's and stuff like that rather than oh the stars worked out how to beat this team or turn it around or but but that's like maybe that you know maybe that's just me thinking about recency bias of last year maybe other teams have done that i don't know but no, but it, that's how it appears. But it, it does apply to the stars this year because because now they're at the point where they're they're facing <sighs> not necessarily. I think Tampa are a better team on paper than Vegas, but not by like a long shot. But they're facing the best team that they've played and the team that's playing the best. If that makes sense, like both talent and actual yeah. form is is coming together. And like you said, like yeah. <laughs> rather than Zach Whitecloud putting the puck over the glass and, and winning in overtime. It'd be Eric Chernak putting the puck over the glass and then the stars fucking evening it up to four and four within five seconds with a fucking interference call. It's like <laughs> Yeah. It's like the further they go on, the sloppier it gets. Which is and, and did you did you hear the Rick Bonus quote about sloppy penalties? Yeah. It's like oh. Mate, that was all that was all Dallas Stars Twitter was, wasn't it, before game three? Was we just gotta stay out of the box and at least we'll have a chance. I cannot stress to you how much of an issue staying out of the box has been for the Dallas Stars for like more than just this season as well. And I am gonna call them out, like Alex Radulov, I fucking had enough of you. I've had enough. I love you. I really do I, I love him as a player and, and that first season, first couple of seasons in Dallas, fucking chef's kiss. Fantastic player, the energy, the skill, the passion, oh, just love it all. But his dickheads per 60 is fucking skyrocketed. Like, his, his expected... <laughs> One of fancy stats. Yeah, all right, well, yeah, you've got to get the, you've got to get the analytics out. And his fucking yeah. bonehead manoeuvres, expected bonehead manoeuvres percentage 
is like 102 percent. It's <laughs> and I don't get it if he was if it was fucking Blake Como out doing that shit or like fucking whoever. You sort of understand because all right, you're an energy guy. That's your that's your thing. But Alex Radulov is still a very skilled hockey player. He doesn't need to do that nonsense. No, you're right. You're right. And it's it's and and I think another thing that's going to decide the series to an extent is don't take this as a knock, but like Anton Hudobin has lost his shine a little bit. He's not yeah. not that he's still playing fantastically, but he's not putting the team on his back and dragging them through to a win. He's just playing very well, which isn't enough when you've got the team in front of you that's giving you nothing. Yeah, that's that's the issue, is that after all this time, Tampa have actually put it together mm. and have worked out, oh, okay, we've actually got an Art Ross winner, a Hart winner, a, Va- a Vesna goalie, no a Norris defenseman. <laughs> like, and they're all playing at the same time. And they should actually, we should actually be a lot better than we have been the past few, you know, three or four years. What well, isn't that weird? Like, maybe we should start playing properly and, you know, grinding out wins. And yeah, that it, it's been mentioned in a few places, but Vasilevsky's playing amazingly, but no one gives a shit because you've got Victor Hedman and Kucherov on point just fucking dominating. And then you got that third line as well, just running people over, fucking Pat Maroon running around, fucking flicking pucks into the bench, being a dick. But they're kind of, they bring sort of brought it all together. And, and you know what? I think I don't think it mattered what team it was. I, I just they're so, they're just so good everywhere. It's it's crazy, really. And it's for for me being a Stars fan, it's disappointing to be the victim of Tampa's correlation because like I've wanted the Lightning to win the cup because I'm a fantastic team. They play a wonderful style. Always love the the rewards of actually building a good team. You know what I mean? Rather than just fucking building some bullshit playoff team, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, to to be the victims of that of that correlation is takes the uh the, takes the enjoyment out of it. As much as I, I wish I could Mate. be above it. I can't. Mate, go back to go back to after game seven last season. And yeah, I was I was gutted. But I kept saying it's annoying because all we kept talking about was how amazing it was that the blues were doing what they were doing and how far they'd gone after being where they were. <laughs> And then at the end, it was my team that they fucked over ultimately. And I had to be like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> like, why is it my team at the end? That's not good. Well, no. And that's the same for you now. It's a different, obviously, but it's the same for you now. Well, yeah, no, no, it's, so it's, now it's your team that's taking the fucking punishment. And you're like, oh, shit. In, in favour of the good storyline. Yeah. yeah. And what, and what a storyline it is, really. You know, like you say, Stamkos coming back to score that goal. Even if that's all he does for the entire series, that's fucking... More for the history books, isn't it? Really, and and it's the, a, a lot of people are talking about Kucherov and like comparing to last year where he got the suspension against Columbus and he played really shit. Like hell, if you talk about a twelve month maturation of a player, you can just see it from game one. The the stars players when when they're checking, it's right. Let's just hit Kucherov as much and as dirtily as we can to try and get a reaction out of him. And to his credit, he's fucking. Snap that right out of this game, isn't he? And and you know what I was thinking as well that something like Braden Point taking that contract, mm-hmm. he doesn't take that contract. They can't go out and get Barkley Goodrow. They can't go out and get Blake Coleman because they haven't got room. It, it all it all adds up. Everything's it, you know it, it is something like that. It's everything's fallen into place. Yeah, I know Tampa again 
in quotation marks, are going to be in cap hell again this summer. And I put on Twitter that it doesn't matter. Somebody, some idiot GM is going to give them a first for again for a salary dump. But if Vancouver don't decide that JT Miller's worth a first overall, well, now they're not, they're not going to spend... They've only got one first then. Maybe they only get Blake Coleman. Maybe they don't want to risk using only, on using one first. You don't know. You know, it's... It is like a year. Like you say, it's a year in the making, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens to Tampa if they do win the cup over, over the summer. So they've got a lot of stuff to sort out. They've got Sovchev and, and Chernak as RFAs this summer. And then what they've already got, they've got Braden Coburn, uh, McDonough and Hedman under contract for next year on defence, which is... Do you know what it is, though? Cool. Like you, you put Stamkos under some kind of load management situation. And you say to him, you know, we're going to play you 50 games. We'll have enough points. Just We're just going to get into the playoffs. That's all we need to do. We don't need to win the division or anything. We're just Because they will. They'll get into the playoffs, play 50 games. You come into the playoffs. You'll be healthier. It'll be okay. They've still got Kucherov, Point, Hedman, McDonough, and Vasilevsky. You can build around that. that. You, you don't need, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, the other stuff's just... A, they're still going to have Blake Coleman, players like that. The other stuff's just a luxury to have. They'll still be there. They're about again because, you know, that's that's how they're built. They'll be able to find those players, won't they? St- Steven Stankos is like that that old Ferrari that you, you know you take him out, you know, once every other weekend for a little drive because he's really yeah. high maintenance. You can't take him too far, but when you do take him out, fucking hell, does he go? Then the rest of the time, he's just got to sit in the garage, you have a little sit there. Don't try not to get any blood clots, Steve. Try not to break your leg, and uh, yeah, just just come out every now and again, score a fucking. Fucking highlight real goal, and uh, and then go back in the garage, mate. I'm looking forward to Stamkos being sat on the bench next season under a big blanket like some cars are. <laughs> <laughs> under a fucking tarp, like down the, yeah, under a big tarp. Where the, where the goalies sometimes have to sit in the um in the in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, just Stamkos sat there in his gear <laughs> with a big tarp all over it. When they when they go to play at the Barclays Centre, he can sit where the SUV is. <laughs> But they have to put they have to put an SUV shaped box over him, so it still looks like the SUV's there. Well, then Stamkos r- Stamkos. reveal him for a shift. <laughs> By God, that's Steven Stamkos music. <laughs> well, it's just a bunch of a bunch of glass smashing sound effects. That's all his yeah. music is. Yeah, because <laughs> that's his bones. <laughs> oh hey. dear! All right, should we start the show? Yeah, now that we've got the sadness out of the way. All right, let's start with something that was on fire on Twitter this week which is awards season. And I'll start off with this. Any, any takes for you on any of these awards? Bothered by any of them? I know your answer is already, but you may as well say it. <laughs> I mean, Leo drives out a winning heart is fucking pony in it, really. Just a bit, just a bit boring. I'm not going to say pony. Pretty, I won't say pony. It's pretty fucking pony. If it's me, it would, I would have had Panarin. But I, I can understand arguments for any any of those players winning it who were like the consensus top five or top four. Yeah, I'm fine with any of those. Yeah, like he he was good, but it's it's just bullshit. <laughs> it's all right. 
I mean, it's yeah. We'll not we'll not do this again because it's the whole: is he the best player or is he the most valuable player? Because again, there's a whole thing there. So let's not you go. If, if get I, into that if again. If I have my way, Dan, if I have my way. Yeah. If you win the Art Ross, you can't win the heart. Okay. Which, as as, as I say it out loud, does sound very stupid. <laughs> it sounds it sounds very dumb, but in my head, it made a little bit of sense. Especially next year when Connor gets like 180 points. <laughs> no, so, sorry, Connor. Not not the most valuable player. That was actually Patrick Kane uh, after he had, had a 22-goal season for the Chicago Blackhawks. I just, I just think like it, feels like it feels like lazy voting by the voters just to pick Dry's idol, doesn't it? Because he was good. But as as many exceedingly more intelligent people than I have pointed out. Yeah. Um, he was a liability, wasn't he? <laughs> Shit. Are you... Oh, man, this is a, this is amazing. This is amazing. So you're fully in a hashtag Team Dom camp then, are you? Oh, mate. If, what, if, if Tom... If Dom... Tom... <laughs> If 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 Tom if Dom says the sky is fucking green and the grass is blue, yeah, right, I believe him. Guy's a fucking smart guy. All right, and and especially when it comes to something like defense, it isn't something like defense. And I didn't watch all eighty two of uh, the Dry's Idols games this season, or even seventy one, and of I fucking whatever. What he probably he probably played twenty eight uh, eighty two yeah, yeah, by the yeah, end of yeah, it, didn't he? Oh no! I'm including the bubble, Dan. Come sorry, on, sorry. give me some, give me some respect. I didn't watch all of his games this season, so if someone whose intelligence I respect, someone's ability with statistical analysis I respect, is telling me he's fucking dogging his own end, <laughs> I'm going to defer to that man's opinion. I can't believe, I can't. I swear to God, listeners, I swear to you, we do not plan any of this. I swear. I literally send Will some topics and like, yeah, anything else you want to put in? Will sometimes throw something in, but normally it's just like, yeah, that's fine. That's it. It's literally just topics. There's no, we should talk about this part of it or that part of it or what do you think about this? No, it's all just off the cuff. This is how we do it. I was going to say to you, I was going to say to you, and this is what I actually did write down for my part of this. Here is my think, and this is a serious point. Do you think that we're now going too far with the analytics in the, this player who had 126 points didn't fucking track back enough for his defensive duties. Because, and this may turn into a little, a little <laughs> spat here, as me and you like to do sometimes, right? You're paying the guy eight and a half million a year to sit the puck in the onion bag, right? On, he was on pace. Yep. He was on pace for 126 points. That's not enough for a heart vote. <laughs> Come on. Do you know what? He's not paid eight and a half million a year to block shots. He's paid eight and a half million a year to get points. He's not, you know, every player can't be Patrice Bergeron. They can't get points and be amazing defensively. That's not, you know, there's there's a different award for that. He's not that kind of player. Yeah, but I, I, I don't give a fuck if he's paid two and a half million to score fucking points. If you're shit in your own end, you're not actually providing equal value, are you? <laughs> And it's not like if if he was if he was like the fucking if Conor McDavid didn't exist, yeah. Fuck here we go. And he was put no 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 like like Taylor Hall a few years ago, right, yeah, Nathan McKinnon or, or whatever, and he had 
fucking 45 more points and 30 more goals than Vinetsky is on the team, that is providing a value that nobody else on the team is providing. So even if you're, even if you are standing on the fucking red line, just waiting, cherry picking, waiting for that outlet pass and then going and putting the puck in the net, if nobody else on your team is doing that sort of service, then yes, you are providing a value that is not being provided, therefore you are the most valuable. But, the Oilers didn't necessarily struggle to score to such an extent that Dreisaitl stands out as bringing in exceptional value by the points he put up, or at least enough exceptional value to outweigh the exceptionally bad defence he was providing. I just think that you've got, <clears throat> excuse me, you've got other players to do that job. That's not his, that shouldn't be his job. Yeah, 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 and it's and it's and, and and that's kind of sorry to cut you off, but that kind of marries into that outlandish idea of separating the art ross from the from the heart. Because yes, that is an absolute achievement, banging out loads of secondary assists on all those <laughs> kind of it, David goals. Listen to it's you. Really, <laughs> Listen to it's really, it's really impressive. It's really impressive. Um, <laughs> no, all we'll Joe said like it is impressive that he, he had a great offensive season. I don't want to go round and round circles, but if you're the most valuable player in the fucking league, you've got to either be out there, Gretzky levels of offence relative to your team, or you've got to be doing more than just putting a puck in the net. Okay, fair enough. We're gonna, yeah, this is a this is a, an agree. We'll have to agree to disagree. Because we're still going around in circles and shouting at each other more and more and more until it turns <laughs> until we end up discussing Tom Wilson and fucking Ryan Reeves again, which we're end up doing. I, 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 I feel that. like we haven't. I feel like we haven't uh, done that for a while. You know why, don't you? Because Ryan Reeves put him in his place like he should have done. No, <laughs> don't. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this. Anyway. <laughs> so then, who would have? So okay, who would have? Who would you had for the Hart Trophy then? Would you even be able to think of like a top five? Would you have a top five in your head right now? I I never really think about it to be honest. Like I just I I don't either. But I let other people fucking be idiots about them. Do you know what I mean? But for the first time ever, for the first time ever, I actually looked at the voting this year and who voted for what because I was interested this year. I don't know why. Maybe I was bored or something. But I was actually intrigued this year as to who voted for what. Okay, so do you reckon we can hash one out now? I think I think I'd have gone Hellebuck. I would have gone Panarin. Do you know what? And do you know what? Yeah. Again, not planned, but shout out to Jason and Wave Intel. I would have gone Panarin because I didn't realise how much he did for his team defensively as well as offensively and how much he dragged them. Like, yeah, Panarin for me. But hell, yeah, I would have had Hellebuck second. Yeah, I'd, I'd, have had, um, I'd have had Panarin second. Oh, okay. Well, there you go then. Yeah. I think, and then probably McKinnon third. Yeah, would have gone McKinnon. Uh, and then I would have had Drysidle. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking tries up a fourth, maybe. Sounds about right, and then I'm like past that fifth. But yeah, like, but, but yeah, my my top three would be Hellebuck, Panera, and McKinnon. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, Mira Heiskinen, fifth. I would love. To, I wonder if anyone does it. The Athletic must do it because they always have these fantasy fucking bullshit articles, don't they? With like, imagine if this happened, what would you do? I'd love to see if I would love to get them to poll as many writers as they could now and say what would it be now like now we've got to the final what would your heart ballot look like oh, how much yeah how much does the playoffs influence your your vote sort of thing 
especially for a team that gets to the finals, because that's an extra third of this. That's an extra, well, in this case, maybe like nearly an extra third of the season added on top of. So like, uh, yeah, like Hayskinen would be way further up there now. And it's like a more a more isolated, like concentrated set of value you can provide to the team. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't matter if you go off for fucking eight points and and no shot attempts against against fucking Carolina on a Tuesday night in October. But if you if you you know putting up two of one and fucking controlling the shot share in a game five of a series, then yeah, that's a bit more important, I'd say. And that's what I was going to say. So I looked at the... I had a quick look at the voting. And and to reiterate, I really don't care that much about, you know, the awards. I think it's tough because it's, you know, it's it's kind of the most ultimate team game, I, I suppose. But oh, when yeah. something dumb slaps me in the face, I have to say, but... And I can't... I, I, you know what? I'm going to call them out on the bullshit. And now I've got to find it as I resume. <laughs> I'm going to call them out, whoever it is that I need to Google. Well, while you're doing that, I'll vamp and say that if I had a vote, I will confidently say that I would be, my votes would be discussed year in, year out as being being (laughs) atrocious and not even like deliberately for clicks. It should be like, did you you not watch any uh, any fucking Oilers games this season? And the answer would be no. (laughs) So I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) You'd want to see the Twitter and the Twitter hockey sphere burn, wouldn't you? You'd love it. Who's who's this fucking clown and why does he have a fucking vote? Alright, I'm calling out Renault Lavoie from TVA. Oh, which I'm assuming is not Renault obviously, you know, obviously a French speaker. I do not know TVA. I'm assuming it's a French speaking um Yeah, I, th- I think they are the French Okay, media. like the French speaking media for hockey. Okay. Yeah, no, I think I think as far as I understand, Renault Lavoie is French Elliot Friedman. Ah, fair enough then. Okay, so <laughs> In his fifth place, he had Tristan Jarry. Now, right, <laughs> that's hilarious. But he should also fair, fair to he should also have his credentials revoked, his voting privileges revoked, <laughs> and he should be made to stand in the goal and take a hundred slappers naked from Shea Weber and Zdeno Chara because fucking Tristan Jarry at five <laughs> is goddamn tantamount to some kind of hockey treason. You're right. That you is sh- shocking. Should have been should have been top three at least. Fucking Tristan Jarry. Come on. You should what have to do doing? that um the shame walk from Game of Thrones. <laughs> People just throw fucking old fruit and veg at him. Fucking God Tristan almighty. Jarry. Who's so who was his top five then? Uh his top five were uh Drysidel, McKinnon, Panarin, Hellebuck. With the four. That's like you can't really, that, you know, that's fine. That, there's nothing that interesting, Jerry. Fair play to him then. I, I, I would have struggled for a clear cut fifth. Chuck, Chuck, Tristan, Jerry in there. I don't give a fuck. Chuck Ryan Reeves in there. Like, put fucking Daniel Alfredson in there. I don't okay. care. Francois Gainon had JT Miller at five. <laughs> I d- okay. If it was like a most improved player, then yeah. <laughs> Is he most improved? I'd say it's a shocking performance of the season, no? Who 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 would you have had? Oh fucking hell, I've no idea. Like off the top of my head I've got no idea what I can't think of anyone better. Like he's fucking JT Miller was always fine, but this year he's come out as a fucking like a rocket. As I now quickly run to JT Miller's page to look at his points this year. He fucking he <laughs> fucking see. He dicked it. Hey uh, yeah, you know what? You fuck yeah. I'll admit when I'm wrong on it. Yeah, he's, shout out JT Miller. 
It's one of those ones where like Jesus. he had a, he had a great first two weeks, and it was like, oh fucking watch out for JT Miller. And then as the season grinds on, you can't keep track of all the players in all the world. And then you get to the end of it, it's like, oh, you fucking carried on, didn't they? Shit. And here's the problem as well. Now, yeah, he was clearly worth a first. Oh fuck. <laughs> That but, that, but then I'm you. A fool. Well, what did he do in the end? Like 55 or in 62 or something like that? Mate, 72 in 69. Yeah, nice. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, it's not bad. And that's the thing, like, you never in a million. If, you, if, JT, if JT Miller had got up 45 and 69, you'd have still been pretty, like, all right, yeah, he's done a job there. Never in a million years with this time last year, you thought, oh, JT Miller is going to go off for over a point a game. No, I like JT Miller. Good player. Yeah. Yeah, clearly, mate, yeah. Like I always say, clearly I was wrong on this one. Fair, fair enough. enough. Jack Eichel got some votes. Yeah, fair. Again, if you're talking MVP, enough. who the fuck? I mean, yeah. That's, that's, what, what, I'm, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. OV. John Carlson. Not bad. Elias Pettersson. Oh, I don't know about John Carlson for the heart. Fucking hell. Like, yeah, he had, a, he had a good year, but that's just because he... Fucking... I think John Carlson might be the new um, Sasha Barkov. <laughs> most underrated. Like just underrated, like most underrated player. I think that's what he's going to be. I think, nah, it's got to be Anthony Sorelli, isn't it? Oh, no, it'd be... It'd be, it'd be <laughs> yeah. Will it be Sean Gaturier in like a traditional, let's pass it on to someone who's not actually underrated at all? <laughs> but <laughs> we have to pass it to him, and then after it, after that, after Anthony Sorelli wins the Selkie, then it'll be the most underrated player in the... In the league. <laughs> and then another couple of players who got a kind of few votes here or there was uh, Marshand, which is, yeah, I get it. I'm a fucking huge Bruins fan, but it's always weird, I think, picking players from the perfection line because, yeah. I don't know, it seems like that line's a bit cheaty. I don't know, I, you know. And, uh, again, unless you've got a situation where like Bergeron and Pasternak fucking dry up for 60 games or get injured or whatever and Marshand already one of them just tears off on you know to separate themselves as the real performer from that line and yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't necessarily think you can give most valuable to a <laughs> to a player who oh, shit. is a debate whether they're the best Patrick, Go on. Patrick Kane did get a vote <laughs> he got a fifth place vote. No, he, no he fucking didn't who from fucking Who's that? Well, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it's uh, oh. Bill Hopp, H-O-P-P-E, from oh, the yeah. Olean Times Herald. But never even fucking heard of him. Yeah. He's, he's so, yeah, got to be go. some your sort boy, of... Vote. Your boy thought, Kane got a vote anyway. I thought he was going to be uh, Scott Powers. <laughs> no. Um, what, what did Patrick right. Kane even fucking do this year? He should give that vote to dominate Cuba League. Or fucking Patrick Kane. Jesus. Well, that's where you kind of split the votes up, don't you? It's like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll vote for Kubalik for the uh, for the Calder, and I'll give my I'll give my heart vote to Patrick Kane. So <laughs> should have been should have been the other way around. Should have given Kane the call to vote. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a What did Patrick Kane do this year? He did fuck all. Right my my internet's having no joy whatsoever, so I can't even load him up. <laughs> <laughs> did fuck all? <laughs> did he actually? All right. I'm thank thank God the egg has been taken off my face and firmly splatted onto I do, yours. I don't care how many points he put up, he, he did fuck all in my eyes. Eighty four in seventy. <laughs> That's all right. So he's marginally better than JT Miller. He's much yeah. So they both got fifth place votes. That's exactly right then. <laughs> Again, this is what right. we're talking about. <laughs> Let's fucking. 
It's a good thing we, we, we have the modest platform that we do have, because I feel like I'd be the main character at Hockey Twitter every fucking day. Oh, yeah, you would. <laughs> we'd get, <laughs> we'd get so red so much. We, no, we both would, though. We both would, though. Both Part. of us. Fucking JT Miller, Patrick Kane, useless. Both over a point per game this year. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to, to be fair to you, you didn't say JT Miller was useless. And, and to be fair to me, I'll stand by the fact that Patrick Kane did fuck all this year. Bunch of, bunch of secondary assists <laughs> on Dominic Kubelik's goals. <laughs> <laughs> That's all these players do, put up points. It's all just secondary assists. That's all they do. Hang on, this one's listed as a third assist. <laughs> They're just making up assists. Did you, um, the 23rd of September, Will, did you celebrate Roman Yossi Day as it was in Nashville? Excuse me? <laughs> did you know that in Nashville on the 23rd, it was Roman Yossi Day? The mayor of Nashville signed off on Roman Yossi Day. Oh, mate, you've got to be some sort of grade A twat if you're pulling that sort of fucking nonsense. <laughs> Why, why was it Roman Yossi Day? Because well, he got announced as Norris winner. Because he was a Norris winner, yeah. Fuck me. How much... How, like, fucking... Nashville's not even, like, a fucking shithole. Do you know what I mean? Like, Nashville's got bigger things going on than fucking Roman Yossi winning best defenseman in the NHL. There was two things if, as well. If, if, if was... I... Go on, mate. I was just going to say, if, if that's the bar you've got to clear to, to have your own day in a city, you've got to start running a fucking different calendar, haven't they? <laughs> The two things were, the first one was, was there was the, obviously, everyone made this joke, was that I'm looking forward to the Roman Yossi banner drop at the start of next season, which the Preds of are course. famous for. No, he's, he's going to get it, like, etched into the halls of, like, Nashville City Hall or whatever. Of course, on, yeah. On the steps, he's going to have a statue. This is the Roman Yossi key to the sea. It's just like a giant, <laughs> just a giant key statue. <laughs> and then... The mayor of Nashville had it was the, <clears throat> pardon me, was the the picture on Twitter was him signing like this official declaration, and he just got he just got blasted on Twitter. The replies were amazing to this picture of the mayor of Nashville signing this off. Just everything was just why your tax is fucking useless. Why don't you do more work on proper issues? Why do we need this? You're an idiot. All this kind of stuff. It was just great. It just made me chuckle. And he's done it for like. Obviously, just done it to get some decent PR because obviously everyone in Nashville hates this guy. <laughs> it just totally backfired. <laughs> That's why you don't uh, in front of the camera. Is that actually? Yeah, or the <sighs> the unwashed masses. Mate, what a fucking joke! That is mad, isn't it? <laughs> what? Uh, what are we what are we fucking doing as a society when we're pulling this fucking bollocks? Millionaire is gets employee of the month at job, right? <laughs> I didn't even think of it like that. Multi-millionaire, multi, multi-millionaire model-looking type gets employee of month in job. Declared national hero by mayor. Not, not even employee of the month, like specific employee of the, of the month in his department. At mopping. And it's like, a mopping, mopping pucks up, mate. Yeah. And he gets, oh, mate. I don't, oh. As a man who... Uh, uh, steals a living off the taxpayer anyway. I hate to uh, use this as an example, but fucking hell, mate. Taxpayers' money is, is paid for the time to, for that to be done. <laughs> yeah, no wonder the people in Nashville are pissed off. And and if it's costing if it's costing sixteen grand to send a nonce to the tennis, <laughs> then I reckon it cost a pretty penny to get Roman Yossi a day, didn't it? I don't know if it does or not, to be honest. 
it's got to be enough because like that's an official document. It's taken however long for him to sign it and do all the press release and stuff. True. It's not just it an hour of one geezer's time. Yeah. Even if it just takes an hour, you've probably got like 30 people involved with that at least. Yeah, you're good. That's a good point. That's a good point. What's the yeah? What's the cost to nonce ratio for the uh, for the <laughs> it, it, day? Sh- shamefully, it's probably still cheaper than sending fucking Prince Andrew to the fucking tennis, but yeah. still stands as a waste of taxpayers' money. I am surprised that this only popped into my head about two hours ago, but I'm surprised Florida hasn't declared a Roberto Luongo Day, seeing as he's, you know, because he's so important to that franchise and its storied history. Do you hear me, Paul Campbell? We're not. I haven't forgotten. You... I haven't forgotten. I still stand by it. You... <laughs> I love how you're like, oh, we can't, we can't talk about this current event issue because we'll go round and round in circles and have an argument. <laughs> And yet you were just out of nowhere plucking. And another thing, Roberto Luongo's a fucking mug. I don't forget. I'll take my cheap shots whenever I can. Paul Campbell's on his back turn now for two months. I've just, I've just rabbit punched him in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> fucking shift him in the yeah. back. Like, here you go. I'm British. I'm sneaky. Well, I'm not going to take you onto your face. I'm going to wait until you're like driving somewhere. I'm going to cut the brakes on your car or something. That's what I'll do. I'm not going to fight you like a man. I'm not mental. Come on. <laughs> I might be mental, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah, I've got to. I've got to get something in. I've got to get something in quickly because I saw this story today on the BBC News, and I absolutely love it. And it's one of those crazy ones that I would have had in Starters or Scratches. Shout out R.I.P. But I got to shout out Magawa, who has become the first rat to win a prestigious medal <laughs> for his work in landmine detection. <laughs> He was awarded a gold medal for his work in animal bravery from this British uh, animal trust. And he's the first rat ever to win the award because he detects landmines. What a fucking ledge. That that was one of those stories that just gets fucking better and better as it goes along. You know what it was? I've got a shout out. It was that headline. This rat. The headline was something like... the It was that that headline that as you read it, it got more and more and more exciting. And it was something like... Megawa the rat wins prestigious golden medal for landmine detection. <laughs> I was like, okay, I've got to read this. Clearly, why would I? How not? do you train a rat to detect landmines? Apparently. Does he just find one and then he retires? <laughs> <laughs> he was the first rat to find one. <laughs> I'm the last. This Megawa the rat steps on a landmine and he gets a fucking medal for it. <laughs> No, he, he apparently you can do it because they said that uh, it's um, in these there's landmines all over Cambodia and they they train and they're all they're all made of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> or wiring <laughs> to just chew through. No, Magawa, not the oh, that's, wire. Yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the fourth Magawa we've lost this week. <laughs> Apparently you can do it. There was a big thing on the BBC website about how they train rats to find landmines because obviously they're light enough that they don't set them off. They just kind of walk over them and they're like, there's one here. Like, how? How do you train that rat? I don't get it. I get, right? This is going to seem like a bizarre... Every, every time, sorry, every time you say it, I just, I've got to get... <laughs> I knew you'd love it. I knew you'd love it. I like the idea as well. All right. the thing, two things as well, like... He's the first rat to win the award, which means there were other rats in the running, but they didn't do enough. He's the first one who actually went over and above. 
Mike McGower, come on, mate, time's time. We've got a clock off. No, i got to keep going. <laughs> mate, you've been on the shift for 17 hours. <laughs> my people need me. Oh, my God, what a hero. <laughs> It's it, it, it's always been like a like a McDavid Drysdale situation where like all the rats are doing so well at finding these landmines that there's no one rat you can pull out of the pack <laughs> to give them give the award. McGowan's this year's Rat Heart <laughs> Trophy winner, <laughs> most valuable rat, most valuable rat. Jesus Christ! It's who? Who came second? <laughs> Brad Marchand. Oh, hey! oh folks. Hey. Oh, you like that week. one. Do not forget to Thank tip you. your I'm leaving. <laughs> leaving, the, leaving the meeting. I'm leaving the meeting. I've, I've, I've had my three minutes of my start. I'm going to sit down and <laughs> chuckle there. Thank you, big woolly Stamkos. Well done. Get out. That was great. But, uh, here's the thing. like, So my wife knows... My wife used to work in a, a major uh, pet store chain. And... There was a guy well, who my wife knows there. a few rats. Yeah, they had a few rats. There was a guy who worked there who ended up being uh, he had a, a a sniffer dog, and he actually goes around the world looking for you know like it's like a disaster and stuff like that. He's trained this dog oh, to find bodies and stuff, which sounds like so like hor- horrific, but an incredibly cool job because that's a dog, and I've seen people my whole life who can train <laughs> dogs, and but a rat <laughs> just. Oh. McGowan's owner's getting fucking. He was just a rat. He was just a rat in some some geezer's fucking flat in fucking Birmingham. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to (laughs) Bro. And he's now getting flown around to to Cambodia and fucking fucking wherever. But it's mad. They, They they on this article they train loads and loads and loads of rats. They 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 train and I was like how. How do you train? I mean, I know you can. I know that in the war, they trained pigeons to find, I think it was in the First World War, they trained pigeons to find boats and submarines and stuff on like um, on sonar. And they did it, I can't remember how they, but you know, they did it with like pieces of grain. And if the, when they were training, if the, if the pigeon found a boat, they would get a treat. And in the end, the pigeons were used in a very specific, you know, it actually worked. And it's obviously it's something like that, where if the rat smells something in the landmine, some part of the bomb, or there must be a certain smell to a part of the bomb or something, they get a treat. And that's fucking, that, isn't that amazing though? That is amazing. I just love that story so much. So I, I get the, I get the rat landmine thing a little bit because that's going to be in like a smaller proximity type thing. But if, if you're training, if you're training a bird that, a pigeon that, oh, if you find a boat, you get, you get a fucking quality street. <laughs> how, how do you like, practically know that the bird has found a boat unless you then go and find the boat yourself. I don't know. It's not like he's it's not like he's flying back and he's like fucking boat over there, bruv. <laughs> Seventeen degrees north. Is it fourteen degrees east. How does he trust me. Yeah, how, how how does I'm sure a pigeon can fly until it finds the boat and then fly back. But I, yeah, I don't I'm sure you don't either, but I don't I don't get how you, you know what he did. You get the the, you know what the, he did. the, the, the relay of information. The bird, what, what did they the do? Bird flew back <laughs> what did they and do? went F3. <laughs> so he presses F3 and the other guy goes, oh, you sunk my battleship. <laughs> if, he, if he flies back, he just lands next to the battleship and just shakes his head. Like, oh, no, he didn't find a boat. He just lands on a big grid on the runway. <laughs> F7. Okay, bomb F7. That's where the battleship is. <laughs> Sounds like fucking something out of Spaceballs. It is mad, isn't it? It is mad. But yeah, shout out Magawa the Rat, you fucking ledge. Dude, imagine all the rat, all the fucking rat love he's gonna get now. They'll be all over him. 
All the rat love. Yeah. All the rat love. I don't think I don't think rats have like a a mainstream media or anything, or even any media, How? independent media. You don't know that. To communicate around you don't the, know that. the Magawa, the rat. You don't know that. Has I don't, I don't, I don't know that. No, I'll, I'll give you Thank that. You. However, <laughs> I'm fairly confident that yeah, there hasn't been a memo going out to all the rats. That, like fucking Magawa's like the fucking Eureka Garin of rats. <laughs> the Lieutenant Dan of rats. <laughs> well, no, because Lieutenant Dan, all Lieutenant Dan got was strippers who tasted like cigarettes. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Maybe that's what, maybe that's and what that's not wants. fucking hell, mate. Maybe that's it. If you, <laughs> I mean, if that's what he wants, then fair play. But I don't think Lieutenant Dan, Dan chose those cigarette-smelling strippers. You know what they need to do for McGowan, don't you? Know? Give him a hero send-off. Just send him out to stud with all the female rats. Make loads of baby McGowan's. <laughs> like future generations. You can say like a fucking... Like that fucking uh, tortoise. I, I, you know what? I swear I was thinking about the tortoise that like fucking saved a species. I, I know you were. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that you think about a tortoise every fucking day. Oh, I, I, I love stories like this. I love it. They're just bonkers, but they're, they're so good. I love stories about tortoise who, tortoises who shag a lot. <laughs> Fucking love him, mate. Dude, <laughs> Rats dude who find he saved life. a species. That tortoise literally saved a species. <laughs> Fucking lad. Absolute lad. Do you know what the best thing is? This is the last thing on this because we spent way too long on landmine detecting rats. The absolute best thing is... As, as, if, as if you didn't fucking see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about this was if you find a picture of Magawa, they actually made him a tiny medal. <laughs> like a rat-sized oh, gold medal. Sake. It's the best. It's the Come best. on then, how 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 we was it M C G O W A H? No, no, it's Mag Magawa M A G A W A. He's an absolute boss. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Yes, I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. Look at this fucking guy. He's Fuck not the Stanley Cup. Rat. This is the only award I've care about. It's going to be fucking handed out in September. <laughs> Mate, he looks like a fucking wallaby. He's fucking unit, isn't he? And all, he's a big bad dude. He's a big bad dude. Oh, he's an African giant parrot rat, so he's not even a rat rat. How dare you? Fucking look at him, mate. He looks like a fucking Pokemon. <laughs> he's right. not even from Birmingham. What let that down? <laughs> from Birmingham. Okay. We are I don't think... It, I, no, we've got to move on. We've got, we got to move on. I, I just want to say, I don't think I don't think his name is Magawa. Because you're making him sound like he's fucking Irish. It's probably Magawa? It's probably Magawa. Soz, I didn't take fucking African language at school like you did. I don't know how to pronounce just, it. I just d- read the letters. Mate, you've, you've, you've pronounced it like he's fucking Ryan McDonough's fucking <laughs> D partner from Junior. How do you? Wait, hang on a minute. How do you know he didn't emigrate to Africa? You don't know that. Maybe he did live in Ireland for a bit. Yeah, but his Maybe name spe- on a ship or something. <laughs> his name is spelled like Magawa. <laughs> fucking whatever. I like that this is now what we're getting at. <laughs> Just as you've been called, called out for your fucking linguistic follies. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. I'm being played in pubs, but only until 10 o'clock because the coronavirus has a time limit. And if hey, you can leave a five-star review on iTunes or a review where you listen, that would be lovely. As always, we're brought to you and sponsored by Wave Intel. Use the fabulous comparison charts for teams and players. Not only that, but there is a ton of easy-to-read graphs and data charts that are prettier than a Van Gogh etch sketch Wave and tell online and on Twitter. Being smart, so you don't have to. Did you catch the uh, TSN documentary about painkillers? Uh, no, but I heard that Ryan Kessler 
uh, admitted to being uh, a drogo. And, yeah. And, and acquaintance the, of superheroes. Yeah, tons and tons and tons of players are taking this medication called uh, Taradol, which blocks the production of natural substances that produce uh, like pain receptors and like your pain threshold. So you can't actually, you literally feel nothing. The idea is though, is you can only use it for five days at the most, uh, because if you don't, it will cause colitis, which is a horrible condition that eats at your colon. And in extreme cases, will kill you. Um, it was very interesting that we've talked about this. We talk about this all the time that, you know, players <laughs> playing through pain and it's a fucking. Oh, well, <laughs> well, yeah. Like we talked about Adam Pellick the other week that, you know, he broke his hand and just carried on playing and fucking Chira last year with his jaw and, you know, all that shit. And it's like a, it's like a badge of honor. And these players who were like Kyle Quincy was on it. Um, Ryan Castle was on it. Oh, fuck. And there, there was another guy on it. I can't remember his name, but he was a fighter, a guy who fought a lot. And they said that, you know, they weren't told kind of about the risks of taking this thing. And players kind of saw it as some kind of wonder drug. And the issue was, was that players were taking it before a game, even if they didn't need it, because it then made you feel as though you could run through a wall and you would feel no pain if you know you got hit or anything like that. It was very interesting because the players were making the point, obviously the team doctors are employed by the team. So, you know, I have to be fair as well, this is not limited to hockey. American football is the same. And I'm sure baseball is the same because they are stop-start sports. If a player's injured in hockey, you can just say to him, could you go on the fourth line or power play? Just give us nine minutes, that'll do. And that player will take a Taradol shot and be kind of, and then, yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. Whereas it's tougher to do that in other sports where you're constantly on the go. I guess like basketball would be an example, footy, rugby, stuff like that. There's no real actual downtime. So if you're injured, you're injured. You just There's nothing you can do. Um. And it was kind of eye-opening because the NHL and the NHLPA has a, a medication subcommittee that is meant to be in charge of monitoring this thing. But it's so secretive, nobody knows when they meet and nobody knows who's on the committee, which is oh. bizarre and very peculiar. And, th- and they got into the, the kind of idea that now certain hospitals are official partners of teams, and that's a huge conflict of interest. Because these hospitals want to be able to say, well, we're the official partner of the New Jersey Devils. Even if their doctors are fucking terrible or give bad advice, those Devils players now have to go to that. Ho- I'm not saying, yeah, I don't know. I'm just picking out an example before I get my fucking ass sued by that hospital. But if if they're terrible, well, the Devils players still have to go there because... Well, and, and, and even if the... Because I, I doubt any doctors are going to be like bad doctors. Do you know what I mean? But there is a conflict of interest, like you say, in the fact that if the if the hospitals want to continue getting whatever benefits they have from partnering with an NHL team, they're not going to want to be the the doctors that turn around and say, "Oh yeah, by the way, we've got to shut down fucking Nico Hishier for the season because of this." Yeah. They're going to be far more. Uh, incentivized to lean the other way and be like, right, stab him in the ball bag with this twice a day for the entirety of the season, and it would go like the clappers. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, the NHLPA have said that now they've been made aware of this issue. They're going to have it, it's in the current CBA that now players are allowed to get second opinions, whereas before it was more just a case of, <laughs> well, you've got your team doctor, that should be enough. 
yet players, Kessler and Quincy and I can't remember the other guy's name and I'm really annoyed I can't, but they said that nearly every player will always get a second opinion after the team doctor, which is terrifying. If you think you go to the team doctor and you just instantly think, well, I don't trust you. Like, that's pretty bad. Well, because of course he wouldn't. Because he's not your doctor. He's yeah. your employer's doctor. He's not He's not working for you. He's working for them. And as much as, yeah, you've got Hippocratic Oaths and this, that, and yeah, but like, I cannot blame a single player for not trusting that doctor entirely, at least. And like you, you get it with your own doctors in, in day, day-to-day life sort of thing. Like I guarantee any anyone who knows like a med student or like a a qualified doctor on like a personal level, if you have medication being recommended or whatever it might be by your GP, then you run it by somebody you've actually got a personal relationship with outside of doctor-patient relations. Chances are they might have a differing opinion or they might provide you information that you wouldn't have gotten from a general GP. But on, on that subject... Like Ryan Kessler and Carl Quincy and all that saying, yeah, the players saying that they weren't warned of the risks is A, something that we've seen before with the NHL and other fields, such as head injuries and fighting. And B, that's such a fucked up thing because in general medicine, like if you go to your GP and you there's any potential risk from you taking a medication, you're going to be told that a million times, aren't you? Partly to oh, yeah, to sure. cover their own asses from from being sued or whatever, but like so so my my wife's pregnant, and um, any any medication she's been prescribed for whatever it might be during pregnancy, like forty five times in a row, you're told if if you take this, there is an increased zero point zero zero one percent that your baby's going to come out with a head the size of the Eiffel Tower or whatever, like. Yeah, no matter how small the risk is, it is really reiterated to you. Whereas time and time again, we treat these athletes like they're not actually human beings when it comes to, to medical situations. Yeah, they they also had on uh, the former doctor from the San Diego Gulls, who now works as a, a personal trainer with a lot of players. Okay. And he said he was fired for offering alternative sort of medications. Now... All right, that was like. A... Go on. He was fired for a frame. Look left, look right. Alternative medication. I mean, that was something that was in that really good piece on ESPN about you know the the anonymous chat with players in the bubble, mm. and that a lot of players take CBD gummies, which I can I can totally get. I totally yeah, get it. Yeah, makes sense. Meant to, meant to be quality for that sort of thing. Meant to be, yeah, it's meant to be like this new kind of wonder thing. Now, let me just say, as a fully-fledged member of the Straight Edge Society, I feel like this is just the way to get people to take more marijuana, and that's disgusting, but whatever. Um, <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> no. So, but then, yeah, this this the former doctor from the San Diego Gulls said that, yeah, that he was, he was telling people, why do you try this? Why do you try this other kind of thing? And basically, he had his. This is all alleged from him, by the way. He had his laptop and his phone taken away, and he was fired because it was. They were saying, "Well, you can't offer these alternative methods because what if it has a negative effect on this player?" Or, you know, like we like the methods we have now, which is mask the pain, still go out there and kill yourself. It's it's, you know? it's more beneficial for us, so let's carry on as it is. Yeah, the the message obviously, like you know, players have to be more aware of this kind of thing. 
and they have to be more aware of that kind of I wonder how many how long it takes players to realize that I'm sorry but this team does not care about you they just don't you know as soon as they if you fuck up or if you're injured or this or that if they can move on from you they will because there's always the next person coming along right behind you to take your place if if we didn't have guaranteed contracts in the NHL players would be getting dropped left right and fucking center yeah absolutely Mid-game, you'd have owners coming out and ripping the fucking jersey off these players' backs. Be like, no, fuck off, son. Before you've even got on the stretcher. All right, see you later, bruv. No, you're right. You're right. The owners want to make money. They want to get in the playoffs to make the money. If they're making money in the playoffs, they're happy. If that means they've got to risk a few players to do it, that's what they're going to do. And that was something that Kessler and Quincy and the, and the other player talked about. And I just... I think it's hard because, like we always say, I mean, like these players are just drilled into every, like they don't even have to think for themselves in the end. That's why, I mean, you see it all the time, like you know, professional sportsmen at a high level, they they don't do, they don't have to do anything. It's all geared to just them doing their job on the court, on the ice, on the pitch, whatever, for that sixty minutes, ninety minutes, eighty minutes, whatever it is, and they've got to be better educated to these sort of things to realize, oh, hang on a minute. I shouldn't be taking this. Like players, I think Kyle Quincy said that, you know, players were just lining up to take the shot. It was like a line. Like, oh yeah, i got to get my shot before I go out there. And half of them needed it, half of them didn't. They were just taking it because it made them feel like Superman, which is fucking terrifying. That fucking smell that was on the bench. Yeah. Except, we'll cause your fucking colon to blow up at some point. <laughs> fucking doctors are saying it in like that really quick. End of the advert, small print voice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just going to put this in your uh, in your arm here, son. But it might cause you to explode. Uh, what, what was that, dog? <laughs> don't worry about that, son. Yeah, don't worry about Come it. It's fine. Off you go. But it's well, but it's well worth a watch. If it, yeah, it's on um, it's on TSN on the website. Yeah, no, it sounds sounds good. Especially like like Brian Kessler's a a charismatic person. You know, like him or not, there are certain things I don't agree with him about, but. He, I can imagine, he's a good interview about this sort of thing, especially if he's shedding light on a on a less uh, reputable part of the league. Are you? Uh, I think I'm, I know we're gonna. I know we're gonna disagree on this next thing. I just know it. Fucking buzzing. It turns out that teams might and the players might not get their day with the cup. I kind of feel bad for them, if I'm being honest. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> my initial instinct was, oh. Get over it, <laughs> you fucking babies! No, that's, what I heard. With it, like. that's what I heard in my head. <laughs> I you saying that? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm with you on that one. To be fair, because like that's the whole, that's kind of part of the reason you win it. Like I, I hope they get like a, a day with the cup. Of, but all right, hold on. Like you owed it. Even then, like I'm not anti-COVID at all in the slightest. <laughs> but crikey. If if there's one thing that's really... It's like fucking using a trolley, isn't it? I'd, I'd understand some restrictions like, yeah, you can't you can't fucking lick it or whatever. <laughs> you can't... You can't sneeze on it, please. You can't fucking perform oral sex on your partner inside it. But surely you, you, you spray it with a bit of anti-bag. <laughs> Wipe it... <laughs> Wipe it down with those beautiful white gloves you got on. Feel whatever your face is. And then, I suppose... It's not the same though, is it? Like we said, it's 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 
It's like and, the playoffs. The, yeah, the playoffs are great, but it's not the same. It's not. No, and, and I suppose the problem is transport because you'd want to transport it around the world, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. It's not to just where going, people want to have It's not just bouncing around campus. Canada, is it, or America? Yeah, or around like, the town. Yeah. It may, maybe you do it. Maybe you do it in the season though, when in theory, you know, all the players are either in Dallas or in Tampa. All right, you can have your day with the cup, but it's got to be in season when you're in the city. Well, that's what they're going to do. So the cup now will just be in the city that that wins it. But that, the thing is, yeah, but like, I mean, because then you can still have you can still have your fucking day with the cup. It just has to be at your home in in Dallas rather than your home in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, but no one's going to care if you're like the fourteenth guy taking it out and about in Tampa. People are like, I've already seen it. Fuck off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was here for Kucherov Day. Yeah, I'm not fucking coming out for Sorelli Day. Get bent. Well, well that, that, then, then that begs the question, do you actually want your day with the cup or do you want fucking Ben Bishop Day? Do you know what I mean? Do you want fucking <laughs> fucking Jamie Alexia Day? You don't want time in the cup. You want to use the cup to get <laughs> a, a day named after you like Roman Yossi. <laughs> and if, if that's it, then fucking get over yourself, mate. That's where that's where I'll say no sympathy whatsoever, because you can you can just I, I bet plenty of these people from small towns have had fucking plenty of celebration about their achievements anyway, just making the NHL. Yeah, but that's not the same, is it? How can you as a how can you as a long-standing hockey fan say that's the same? That doesn't count. No, it's, it's it's not the same, but you can still have that celebration without the cup. Fucking, I won a I won a gold medal in the two hundred meters at the Olympics, and. We had a fucking we had a fucking party for you when you when you sports day that year. Fucking grow up, <laughs> like that's not the same. <laughs> no, that's, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's I'm, I'm not saying that's the same at all. I'm saying if you're if you feel like you're going to miss out on the party, you can have the party without the cup. If you feel like you're going to miss out on having the cup, have the cup at your fucking house in Dallas. No, but I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the players. <clears throat> God, I'm thinking about like Victor Hedman or something. This guy who comes from this small town in Sweden, I mean, that's so cool if he takes it back to his, you know, like because it is. That's the cool thing; it's the worldwide sport, all and right, you got guys. Right, right. Who, do you know what I mean? Like it, stuff like that. What? So you so fucking fucking hold on, fucking Stieg from from fucking tiny little shithole in Sweden, wherever. Yeah, the fucking Sweden's equivalent of Margate doesn't give a fuck, does he? About the Stanley Cup. Of course they do. So what, what if you won the Stanley Cup and you took it back to fucking whatever your hometown's called? Like what? <laughs> Everyone there is going to be like fucking North fucking hell, mate, Stanley Cup. Yeah, but this like, isn't a hockey market. Sweden's a hockey market. They have their own league, yeah, you it, know. It's a hockey market. <laughs> like, it's quite, right. you know, it, it's like quite prevalent. What if, what if fucking so-and-so, all right, you, you go off and win the Bundesliga? And you win, and you bring the Bundesliga trophy back to Northwich, and that no one's really going to give that much of a shit, are they? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if not you, if you, we're northern and we just hate people who have any kind of success. We would like no, <laughs> we resent yeah, success, I, don't we? In England, we like I it can't. until people actually get it, and then we hate them. It's, especially if they're in like close proximity to you. It's like, like if Kirky wins the Stanley Cup, fucking here we go. Parades in the street, but if Mark from down the street won the Stanley Cup, I was like, oh, "Fuck you, Mark! You fucking prick!" He, <laughs> he was made always it. a wanker that Mark. Guy. <laughs> I always thought it was a fucking power to him until he does it. Yeah, 
I just think it's a... Or, or if they really want it, put it in the post. I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like, I'm sure Victor Hedman could just go back to Sweden and just get his fucking local trophy maker to just knock him one out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's rich. Can you not ask that if up? It's not a question for 40 grand, mate. Yeah, that's fine. I've got the money. All right. <laughs> If he if he uh, if he really does live in a proper backwater what a Swedish town, just do it anyway. Even if you don't win, oh one, yeah. get a local blacksmith to do it. <laughs> I bet you could get a fucking Stanley Cup made up and walk around fucking Northwich with it and be like, I want the fucking I could Stanley make Cup. Fucking, bring fucking it, Timpsons, bring mate. Timpsons, national <laughs> national company. They make trophies. Knock us out, Stanley Cup chief. Cheers, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Will, this, will you be done with this when I'm done with my shop? Or uh, <laughs> you got you got your car being washed in the car park, you got your standing cup being made at Timpsons. <laughs> but, uh, wait, do, do, do you have any... So around here there's a, there's a Tesco that has a travel agent in it. Do you have any travel agents in your in your Tesco's up your way? Uh, no, but we have, we have other things. We've got a... We've got like a JD Sports that's got a game in it. We've got like there's Argos in certain Sainsbury's round. There's all like things oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Argos Sainsbury's, yeah, yeah. All the same stuff like that. I don't think we've got any travel agents in supermarkets yet, but we, yeah, we probably will do at some point. God, I, t- I tell you what we got. I tell you what we got. Go on. Got an Asda. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a McDonald's in it. Fucking don't nice. worry about it, bruv. That's nice. That's, that's good. <laughs> well, that's, that's real nice. <laughs> that's fine. That's living, that is. I like the idea that you can walk around a place where you can buy food, but it's not immediate enough. <laughs> you need now food. No, this is food for later. No, I need be... food now. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to partner it up with Asda and send it. I, I, I can't believe I don't sell like McDonald's brand food, like McDonald's burgers, frozen McDonald's patties and stuff like that, like McDonald's fries. You'd clean up on that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I can totally believe it. I can completely believe that they don't do that because they don't need to do that well. They're yeah, not clean, you clean they? up even... They're not like, yeah, oh shit, we'd better, we'd better get in fucking Waitrose. <laughs> we yeah, that's not saying, saying, oh, you could oh, you, you could open another 10 McDonald's in, uh, in the UK and you'd get X amount of extra profit. It's like, we've, we've already got enough. We don't need to do that. Yeah, but what are you going to buy from the McDonald's in Asda? Like, if you have McDonald's products in Asda, it's not the same, is it? You need it oh, like yeah, but given pe- to you. People would fucking buy it, though. I don't think they would. I really don't think they would. Because I don't think it would work the same. Because you have to cook it yourself. You've got to do it yourself. I'm fucking doing yeah, that. Yeah, but it's, it, it's, it's still a brand. Like, if if you've got fucking Asda Smart Price frozen beef burgers and then you've got McDonald's brand frozen beef burgers, of course people are going to buy the McDonald's ones. Yeah, but then you I, get, I'd probably you fucking buy the McDonald's the bone and like the pick. It's, it's all got to be exactly the right thing, and it's just not worth it, is it? Yeah, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't be making McDonald's. It's like it's like the the Nando's. No, wait, shut up. I'm gonna go to ASDA, buy McDonald's burger, but not make it like a McDonald's. <laughs> no, so why the fuck me, buy it then? Let me finish my motherfucking point. All right, it's like, the, it's like the Nando's sauce packets you get for chicken. You must have seen those about, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You buy them because it tastes nice, but you're not, you're not making a Nando's, are you? Yeah, but that's just, that's just putting stuff on chicken. That's not the same as making a McDonald's burger. 
No, I'm, but I'm saying the, actual, like the, like the, the patties or the fries or whatever. Like, yeah, the patty it's, it's, parts of the burger, though, on their own are shite. They're just fucking. Give a fuck, people are still going to buy it. It's all the rest of it that goes with it that makes it a good, makes it well, not even good, really. I'm not even a, that big a fan of McDonald's, but that's what why but people makes it makes it fucking addictive. Yeah, it's it's all of it together. <clears throat> I, I still reckon I still reckon it'd sell. No, nah, I think you're mad. I think you're way off base on that one. <laughs> I think you're mad. I think you're legally insane for thinking that. You're I'd, mad. I'm trying to think of another 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 example. I think Nando's one's a good though, because... Nando's one's a good one though, because you get so much like fucking branded shit. No, Nan- yeah, but that's the difference. though. Nando's works is you buy that Nando sauce, you just stick it on some chicken and stick it in the oven, or stick it on the All ground. Right. That's all it. Right, so, There's nothing else to do with it. You need to buy so, all the McDonald's ingredients and then put them together to make the burger. And no one's going to so, do that when I can just literally pull up, grab one, and go. Sell so fucking Big Mac sauce, then. You put the, <laughs> you're missing the point. I'm not missing like, the point. I'm not, I'm not missing it at all. No, you are. What, 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 what am I missing? What am I missing? <laughs> the point is, is that people like McDonald's because of all those components put together into that one thing. They don't want just the patty. They don't want just the sauce. They want all of it together, convenient, eat it now. So what, what do people whole, want about? The whole thing. They're not, they're people... not selling burgers. They're selling convenience. That's the, the thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the case for any restaurant. What do people like about Nando's then? Well, yeah, the same thing. But like, but, then, but I, guarantee you, though, is... I guarantee you, though, those bottles of Nando sauces, it's not like it's not like they're selling it like fucking tomato ketchup. Uh, yeah, they're going to sell some, but people would rather go for a Nando's than just have the sauce in the cupboard. They might use it now and again, but it's not like, you know, they would prefer to go to Nando's, wouldn't they, than have to just use the sauce and make it themselves. Like, yeah, now and again, yeah. it's all right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Ronald McDonald should shut all his fucking restaurants and just sell frozen patties and frozen chips. <laughs> of all the things right on this show, this is now the thing that's got us fired up. <laughs> We've been trying so hard to avoid an argument. It's... <laughs> Looking out, I don't like McDonald's. Like I said, I don't even like McDonald's that much. I'm not even bothered by it. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's McDonald's. Who gives well, a shit? All I'm saying is, like, I think they underutilise the McDonald's brand, and I think you you, you could use. <laughs> Fucking hang on. <laughs> You've just killed me. Get get Ronald on the phone. I've got a couple of fucking pointers for him. Oh God. <laughs> Wait there. Go on, vamp for me. I'm looking for something. Okay, I know what you're fucking looking for. Shut it. Underutilising does not mean that you're not making a success of something already. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I'm just saying, you don't... There's nothing McDonald's branded anywhere. And I reckon you could fucking... Make pretty. You could make money off it. You could make fucking money off it. You could put. You could. You could quite literally just partner with fucking Asda. Have those exact same patties that they have in fucking frozen Asda beef burgers, and just slap a little cheeky little lemon in the corner. Bosh! There's money for you. People aren't going there for the. F- it's going to sound stupid, but they're not going. For- it's it's the food and the convenience, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I completely I completely get that. I completely get that. Ignore the restaurants. Fucking fuck the restaurants. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, if you're 
standing over that beautiful freezer and you got burgers in your hands. One is plain white. It's got a fucking pinkish burger on the front and it says as the quarter pound of burgers. And the other one is red, is yellow, says McDonald's brand quarter pound of burgers. People are gonna buy that McDonald's one because it's McDonald's. It's like it's like Nike trainers, it's like fucking Ralph Lauren t-shirts, it's it's fucking whatever. It doesn't matter what the product is, put the brand that you know, the brand that you understand on it, and people are gonna fucking buy it. I think people would buy it, but I think after that first time, they're just gonna be like, oh, well I could just walk <laughs> like I'm in Asda, right? <laughs> you just said this. <laughs> I'm in Asda. I can literally go and buy one right now, or buy all the stuff and then make it myself. <laughs> but no. if I if I go if I go to the Asda with the McDonald's in it, I don't get my get my deep trolley. I've got my fucking scan and go buzzer. I've got my fucking list up on my phone. I don't suddenly walk past the golden arches and think, ah, oh, fuck all this. I'm just having a McDonald's. But you fucking know people will though. No, not fuck all this. But people aren't going to buy the McDonald's product to make the McDonald's you, when there's you, one there <laughs> that they could just go to. Oh, cheers, mate. Here's a burger. Nice. Because they don't think like... They're not like... People are lazy, aren't they? But they're not They're not doing it to make... Okay, so do you ever have burgers at home for dinner, Dad? I do. Okay. <laughs> then, what? Do you mean like like make, an, make it like I was... Like it was in a restaurant type, like not just sit down and fucking no, stick I'd, in between a, like I'd, a I could give a fucking like... monkeys. You could have that burger on a bed of fucking rat shit for all I care. Shout do out you McGowan. eat beef burgers at home? I do eat beef burgers at home. Yeah, there you fucking go. This is what I'm talking about. Yes, it's but not I would like, never it's, buy it's, it's, McDonald's burgers. Okay, okay. You are ever. one person that would not buy these. All right. Don't give a so shit. Far, go give so you, far, go give you... everyone you've polled, 100% would not do what you said. <laughs> you are such a dick. <laughs> Let's not forget as well, McDonald's needs help. $22 billion profit. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the fucking defamation of character happened in it. I did not say McDonald's need help. I'm simply saying that Ronald McDonald is doing a shit job of managing that multi-billion dollar yeah. franchise. <laughs> They're not marketing themselves properly, are they? <laughs> <laughs> that is so yeah. without question the stupidest thing you've ever said no you are understanding it badly that's what's nope. fucking happening you, you said <laughs> this is mcdonald's this is the stupidest like listening using their branding properly or something like that that's what it's, like, i said, they're, I like said they're not exploiting their branding enough <laughs> which is true which is true 22 billion dollars so I don't I don't I don't care. I don't care. Every time you I'm not letting this go, every time you go to make burgers, whenever it might be. Yeah. Do you get do you get, do you get chilled burgers or do you get frozen burgers? Uh, it depends. It depends. Yeah. It depends I, what kind of um, deals they have and stuff. If 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 you're anything like me, you buy chilled and then they end up in the freezer anyway. So you go to the freezer, you're like, yeah. right, I better get these get better get these burgers out to defrost. You don't you, you open your freezer. You pull out the drawer, meat drawer, I trust, if you're a well well uh, well organised young man. Former cook, it's not, of course I have a meat drawer. But <laughs> that's separate to your freezer. Yep. <laughs> it's it's not a situation where every time you put your hand on 
those four Sainsbury's quarter pounders, something in your head goes, fuck this, I'm going to McDonald's. Doesn't happen, does it? No, that wasn't my point, though. <laughs> but I, I don't understand what you can't appreciate out of the idea of just just putting a McDonald's fucking, like sponsoring as the beef burgers and making a little bit of extra scratch out of it. Genuinely, genuinely. Do you know what it is? I think there's... I think you could have the sauce, everything everything prepackaged individually, ready to buy. The sauce, the burger, the, the, the lettuce, the fucking pickles, everything. People would get home, they would make it exactly the right way, and they would say, it's not the same. Because they just... There's something about getting it from McDonald's or having it in McDonald's. I, I get that's crazy, but that, no, that is I what happened. I, I get that, but speaking as uh, uh, a dumb consumer, I still buy like, you know, on the odd, like seven fried chicken or whatever. And I'll go, was like, that was all right. It wasn't KFC though, was it? And But it doesn't stop me then next month thinking, oh, I'll get, I'll get. Get some chicken strips for a little treat, you know, have a little film, a couple of beers, some chicken strips, blah, blah. It's not the same. Like, obviously, it's not going to be the same, is it? So, so what you want is a McDonald's brand rustler burger. <laughs> there you go. I you could, see, we're, do we're, you know what? I could believe we're that more. We're reaching some common ground. Yeah, I could believe that more if there's a McDonald's Fucking... brand rustler. I don't know if they have rustlers in America or not, but they're the, basically the burgers. You just buy them as a burger. You stick them in the microwave for two minutes and they're ready to go. I think if think if they could if McDonald's could do that some way, maybe they yeah they'd probably do that. There, there you go. Maybe Not, maybe we've gotten too fixated on frozen burgers. I don't give a shit what it is. It could be McDonald's brand WD forty for all I give a fuck. I'm just saying, you don't see it about enough outside of the restaurant, and I think there's some some fucking branding opportunities that they're not using. <laughs> you can't choose your words better. You don't see the golden fucking... arches out and about enough. Fucking hell. <laughs> outside of outside of the okay, if it's not an advert for the restaurants or the restaurants itself, you don't you don't see it anywhere. You could have McDonald's. <laughs> you brand. never you never see him. You Bur- never see the golden idea. Never. It's like some never. secret club. Not... You have a secret knock to get in. No one even knows where they are. The most recognisable brand in all the globe. It's not about enough, is it? <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh god! There's fucking you people who live in like fucking Cambodia, where Magawa's fucking finding mines, and they live in some backwoods jungle in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by hills and mountains. And you could show, show them that got... arch, and they'd go, "Oh, McDonald's." <laughs> oh yeah, I could go a Big Mac. No, they'd say. I'd... I would love a Big Mac, but I've got my McDonald's brand of beef burgers at home. Yeah, you could have you could have burger buns. You could have fucking Big Mac sauce. Oh, you could God. have fries. You could fucking get get. How do we patch Ronald McDonald into this call? Because I want a fucking word. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, let's have a chat, mate. <laughs> oh, you're Ronnie. Oh. I know you're. I know you're fucking off your nut on on whatever Ryan Kessler's taken, but. <laughs> Come down a minute and let's have a chat. Right. Right. <laughs> How did we get onto this? I was just about to say, we've done, we're, we're like an hour and 40 in and we've easily, easily done four, 45 <laughs> minutes on a rat and, and Ronald McDonald. 
God, I can't breathe. This show is so good for my soul. I can't even tell you. Oh, mate. Just that warm feeling right, right in the middle. I don't even know. I don't even know how we got onto this. Not a clue. Uh, oh, dear, dear, dear. I was, it was about Victor Hedman's day with the standing cup. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. And that's why McDonald's is not like getting your own day with the cup. For some reason. This isn't <laughs> Oh dear. Oh no, I got it. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. You could just make your own cup, go to Timpson, you laughed. Have you got like um travel travel agents, yeah, travel, travel agents in, in Tesco? No, but we've got other things. Oh I know we've got down here at McDonald's and Asda. <coughs> oh dearie me. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> so so Victor Victor Edmund's allowed to forge his own Stanley Cup, but I'm not allowed to sell Big Macs out of the freezer. Yeah, because that was the argument, wasn't it? That was the point. <laughs> oh dear, God, Christ! I had something else to quickly touch on at the end as well. I don't think we could, <laughs> we can even do it now. What, what? What was it? Was it? It was. It was, it was Bob, just that Bobby obviously with Russia being as it is, the fucking KHL has just turned into a massive coronavirus disaster. Has it, has it actually? I've, I haven't seen any. I've st- I've, un- I've unfollowed all the KHL shit on Twitter because I don't I don't need it. I forget what it was that sparked it, but oh, I think it was some bullshit where they were like, "Look, we've got fans in the building," which is very telling for this conversation here. Yeah. So Dynamo Riga, who are the uh, the the only Latvian team in the KH- in the KHL, mm-hmm. they went on their first road trip. And they couldn't actually do anything because their last opponents, Baris Astana, had 12 cases and the game was postponed. They get back to Riga and then they have five cases themselves. And then <laughs> they had some more tests. Turns out it wasn't five, it was 10. So Jesus. <clears throat> they went into then a, a two-week quarantine. And then there was two more games postponed after that. And then the league now is deciding that you are not to forfeit games. And teams are actually sending out their, like, kids. So, like, SKA St. Petersburg, they have they have the same problem. Half the team, including the staff, has got coronavirus. So, for the game against, uh, oh, God, someone else the other day, they had 10 players making their debut. And the team, combined age, like, the, the average age was 20. <laughs> Mate, that's beautiful. <laughs> You're loads, not allowed well, to like, loads of other teams as well like, you know that are just kind of some teams have been handed technical losses because they can't fill out a game you know they can't field a, a team for the game and all this kind of stuff like have a read up on it it's quite funny but oh um, mate it's, it, especially the fact that it's the KHL like I hate to well, I, I want the KHL to be fucking quality I want it to be the European version of the NHL I really really do yeah but just time and time again, it's just like proved to be a fucking farmers league, doesn't it? Can't can't pay players. All the players are on Russian gas. They've all got COVID. They had um, I, I, I listened to a guy being interviewed who's not got a contract, but he's managed to get work in the KHL this year, and he'd gone over, and they were asking him about coronavirus, and he he just kind of ominously chuckled and said. Yeah, they don't seem to be like that bothered about it, really. <laughs> no shit. Just imagining Russian dude thinking coronavirus is stupid. You can just beat it by drinking loads of vodka and then wrestling a bear or something. Just like, yeah, that'll do. I'm sure I'll be fine. Oh, mate, if there's yeah, if there's one 
stereotype that has done absolutely nothing to uh sort of rather one one set of people who have done nothing to dismiss the stereotype it's the russians yeah. isn't it absolutely absolutely oh daring me all right let's get out of here <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> another three hours of football manager to play tonight as well sounds fantastic okay thank you for listening everybody fucking god knows why you do but christ thank you anyway <laughs> will any last words I, I, I thought about uh, exploiting that offer, but no, I, I won't. I won't say anything. <laughs> A wise choice. Take care, folks. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.